Hello, hello, and welcome back to another episode of Fluently Forward. This week on the podcast, we are doing a little bit of a curveball episode. It's basically one that I decided I want to do because I'm nosy. I wanted to see what was going on with the friendship between Cara Delevingne and Rihanna, which by the way is how you pronounce her name. I've been hearing Rihanna like my entire life, and until I looked it up because, you know, me and pronouncing things correctly. It's like oil and water over here. Rihanna, Rihanna, Rihanna. So that's what we're going to say for the episode. And that's what we're all going to say going forward. Now, I know that their friendship might not really seem like it's of the times. When I was doing research for this, I was kind of pulling a lot of stuff going on in 2013 and 2014. There also are rumors and blind items around that time that were they hooking up? Were they dating? Were they more than friends? Was there a little bit of a crush there? Who knows? But obviously, they're still friends today. They're still involved in different Fenty fashion shows. They do still talk to each other. And I could just see this friendship one day coming back together. Obviously, Kara has been in the news a lot just with, you know, personal life troubles that she's been going through and also kind of everything that she's doing at award shows and the way she's being memed. And of course, then we have Rihanna, who's going to be in the Super Bowl show. So I could kind of see these two famous Hollywood celebrity friends re-befriending each other again, just like how it was in 2013. And I hope they do, because when I was digging into their friendship, these girls were everything together. It, it really made me jealous putting together a timeline of their friendship slash relationship all friendships are a relationship, right? It's like how all rectangles are a square. So I'll just say relationship. And it really made me want to be their friends. They did everything together and it's not really covered. Like people knew that they hung out, but there's so many different, you know, Carly Kloss and Taylor Swift's friendship timeline. I was even seeing timelines when I was researching this that said Cara and Selena Gomez, like their friendship timeline. And nobody had it for Cara and Rihanna. So we're going to get all into it. And for each year of their timeline as friends, we are also going to talk about the blind items for that year. And I kind of love this new format. I might do it going forward because we talk about the real stuff that happened like in 2014. And then we talk about the blind items in 2014. And it really gives a nice, what's the opposite of Shannon and mispronouncing something? It goes together like pancakes and syrup or something like that. Uh, before we get into it, if you have not already joined us over on Patreon, patreon.com slash fluentlyforward. If you're missing any of the conspiracy stuff, this past Friday, we dropped a fun episode where we basically skimmed over like a little 101 of conspiracy theories. So we talked about uh, the theory of dragons existing. You know, every single culture before the Silk Road, before they even talked to each other, independently talked about these evil flying serpents, these winged creatures breathing fire, does it mean that they existed? We talked about the ridiculous theory where people think that dinosaurs didn't exist, and we dig into why we think that's not true, but there was a lot of drama around dinosaur bones. There was this thing called the Bones War that was going on and the Great Dinosaur Rush, and it turns out that back in Western America, there were these two guys who were highly competitive with each other, and dragon bones, or sorry, dinosaur bones were worth a lot of money. So anyway, we got a little bit into the history of that. We talked about the crazy conspiracy theory of adrenochrome and why some people online think that Hillary Clinton is eating babies, you know, so just a little 101 of what the hell that is. 
We dove into hollow earth, staircases in the woods, just a whole bunch of stuff. So if you want to check that and every single other episode out, patreon.com slash fluentlyforward. So without further ado, let's get into the main meat of today's episode. And we are going to talk about when Kara and Rihanna first met. All right. So how did Kara and Rihanna first meet? They met uh, at a Victoria's Secret runway years ago. This was probably back in, I think, 2012 or 2013 when they first met. And it's really funny because Cara has said that she introduced herself to Rihanna when she first met her by complimenting her performance. Mm. The video of Rihanna performing fresh off the runway at the Victoria's Secret show. I'm going to put it up on Instagram this week. It's so good. At the end of her song, she kind of walks the runway herself. If you know what I'm talking about, you know what I'm talking about. She's wearing this beautiful light pink outfit. She walks the runway better than any of the models because she's just filled with so much confidence, a.k.a. the sexiest trait anyone could ever possess. And then there's this scene where backstage everyone's looking at her walk the runway and Justin Bieber, this is back in his like 15 year old, you know, ludicrous baby era, is staring at the screen with his mouth agape like, oh my God, what have I just seen? It looks like he's witnessing God or something like that. So look at that video or just head on over to Instagram. It's going to be over there. So Cara has said before that she introduced herself to Rihanna by complimenting her performance and then, quote, slapping her on her bum, which I think is a little bit, you know, typically when I meet people, I go for the handshake or the hug. I don't really, you know, stick a finger up the ass. Well, she didn't do that. She slapped her on the bum. But I think that's kind of intense to do when you meet someone for the first time. Here's what she says about it. She says, quote, I went up to her and was like, ma'am, you are so amazing. I love you. You look so hot out there performing. You put us all to shame. Then I slapped her on the bum. Now, I think that's a little bit intense. Also, I just feel like Cara Delevingne has such a reputation of she's not just friends with someone. Like, she's the type of friend that I feel like would pants you at an event or, you know, like grope your boobs in public at the White House. You know, I just feel like there's not a lot of boundaries for her, which, you know, you want to be with someone who's fun and a good time. But I do wonder sometimes if certain friends of Cara Delevingne's are like, you know what, let's not invite her to this event because Nancy Pelosi is going to be there. And I don't know if we want to see Nancy Pelosi get spat on by Cara or something like that. But I will say, who the hell am I to get offended? Because Rihanna does have a quote about it, uh, their first interaction, where she says, quote, we get silly with each other. The first time we met was because she came up to me and slapped me on the bum. But myself and Kara are incredibly close. It's portrayed like we are just party buddies, but there is much more to our friendship. We have busy schedules, but no matter where either of us are in the world, we know we can just pick up the phone and unload on each other, and that we are always ready to listen or offer advice. If you have two or three friends like that in this world, you can call yourself blessed. She is very special to me. And that's re- that's a really nice and very lengthy quote to give about a friendship, especially a celebrity friendship, and especially coming from Rihanna, because I feel like she doesn't really share that much about her personal life, which is why we're all so obviously obsessed about her personal life. Now, their friendship starts in 2013. So they meet in November 2013, and immediately they start becoming fast friends. So this next section, we're all going to talk 2013. After they meet, we see a public appearance where Kara supports Rihanna at a fashion launch event. And these were really cute pictures. This is when Kara was in her like long hair, kind of skater girl, tom girl era. Remember how she was wearing beanies? Anytime I see a beanie, I think of early days Cara Delevingne. It's just like so fantastic. 
So Rihanna was having like a fashion clothing range launch and Cara came to support her and the two of them took some photos together. They were drinking wine. There were news articles being like, they caught up, pulled funny faces and drank the free wine. I'm like, yeah, (laughs) if I was a celebrity, that's what I would do too. And what was really interesting is that at this moment, they included in different news articles about Cara's appearance, different lines about how Cara ditched her BFF Rita Ora. We all know her, the iconic. She pops up in every blind item. But they talked about how Cara ditched her BFF Rita Ora, who was making her catwalk debut at a DKNY show in New York, and Cara wasn't there to cheer her on because instead she was hanging out with Rita Ora. Cara and Rita were really, really best friends. I think they've still been friends throughout the years, but what I found really interesting there is a little bit of love triangle dynamics with this friendship as we get into it. And with Kara and Rita being such best friends for such a long time, I wanted to look up and see, hmm, Rita Ora and Rihanna, do they hang out at all? So I was looking up photos of them, very few. I think there's only one or two photos of the two of them online. But in looking them up, what I found was everybody saying that Rita Ora and Rihanna look alike. There were so many news articles and photos comparing the two of their faces. I just don't see it. I think Rihanna looks a lot like Billy Piper. Or sorry, I think Rita Ora looks a lot like Billy Piper. But let me know what you think. Rita Ora and Rihanna looking similar. What do you think? Now, after going to that fashion event together, this is where things really pick up and the two cement themselves as full-on best friends, kind of like sisters. So just a few months later after they've met each other, in December 2013, they party together in Barbados and they spend Christmas together, which is like so cute. So Kara ends up putting a photo of the two of them on Instagram and she says, nothing but smiles, hashtag Barbados. And it's like this cute blurry photo of them with their eyes closed on Instagram. Just don't you love female friendships? They're so adorable. Then just a few months later, they are photographed out in New York City going to the box and then leaving the box. And the box in New York City, how would I describe it? It's a place. I think it's a little bit more touristy now. You, It's kind of like a carnival event at a bar. Like you will see women shoot ping pong balls out of their vagina. You will see people eating fire, stuff like that. And if you've watched Gossip Girl and you know the iconic scene where Blair kind of strips for Chuck Chuck Bass, it is filmed at the box. So very much in a place that I could 100% see Cara Delevingne and Rihanna going to. Now we're in the same year. We're in the spring of 2013. And in May is when Cara Delevingne gets her iconic lion tattoo on her finger. I don't know about you. I went through a total Cara Delevingne phase. I want to, I do have a tiny finger tattoo, but when I saw that lion tattoo on her finger, I've never wanted anything more in my life. It just fit her so well. It, it was absolutely beautiful. One day we'll have to do an episode on um, the iconic tattoos of different celebrities. But anyway, she got that tattoo done using Rihanna's tattoo artist. And Rihanna, sorry, Rihanna, 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 Rihanna. She went to Twitter actually to announce Cara's tattoo. So she wrote on Twitter, my lover at Cara Delevingne just came over and got tagged for the first time only by the best at Bang Bang NYC. And I used to love creeping on the Bang Bang NYC Instagram page. They do the best tattoos on there and every single celebrity for the most part if they're getting tattoos I'd say like 80% of them are getting it done at Bang Bang. Then a couple months later in the summer of 2013 we have the tattoo artist who inked both of them 
giving a quote and he's giving a quote talking about how they want to tattoo each other. Tattoo is not code for scissoring, but you know, I kind of think it is. Okay. He says, the girls love the idea of giving each other an orgasm. Sorry, a tattoo. The girls love the idea of giving each other a tattoo. Rihanna is used to doing it and has performed dozens. She even gave Bang Bang one last year. So she is practically a pro. Bang Bang has now taught Kara how to do it too, and has also offered to supervise the girls while they ink each other. And I don't know if you remember, but during the Suicide Squad press tour, there was all this talk on the news shows and the talk shows about how Kara was tattooing different members of the cast. And I think she gave Margot Robbie a foot tattoo. So anyway, this tattoo artist source continues and says they both want Hebrew writing like Harry Styles and David Beckham, which is very much in fashion and is much easier to do than an image. It's all planned for their next trip to New York. So later on in uh, July of 2013, so just two or so months later, they are spotted in London. They're like already jet setting. They've been to Barbados. They've been to New York City. They are now in London. And they were spotted partying at some London nightclub, um, leaving their hotel at around two in the morning and then heading to the club, which by the way, leaving your hotel at two to go to the club, like only drugs must be responsible. I don't think I could ever leave my house at two. That is when I come home and I probably come home before that. So they do that in early July. Then later in July, this is when I start to get so jealous. They hire this 196 foot super yacht to basically spend like three weeks in Saint-Tropez, Monaco, having this super yacht ferry them around the French Riviera. So they spent, I love when money gets involved, they spent $450,000 to hire the super yacht. And then they put $300,000 aside for tabs for restaurants and nightclubs and things like that. So total, that is a quarter of a million dollars that they spend for this really bougie vacation that the two of them go on. So they talk a little bit about how Rihanna has chartered different yachts and they talk about this yacht that they're going on. There's an illuminated jacuzzi in it. It lights up at night. On the yacht, there's a gym. There's a massage room. There's a swim-up bar on a yacht. It's just incredible. And this is when we get some really good photos of them. They're wearing ridiculously cute swimsuits. Go to the Instagram this week because I, there were just so many pictures of them. I'm like, I'm going to have to probably put 100 photos on Instagram. They look so cute. And also, I just feel like the fashion of that time, something about like all of the beanies and the hats that they're wearing and even like the, the trendy bikinis, it's so 2013. Also in 2013, Cara's sister Poppy has a quote about their friendship. So this is cute. She says, Kara and Rihanna are very, very best friends. Rihanna is really an amazing friend to Kara and vice versa. They really get along and it's kind of adorable and good to see. And I agree, it was really adorable. Now, this is something that other than like researching it, I've never heard it anywhere, but apparently also in 2013, there were rumors going around that the two of them were going to create an exclusive dating club. All right, now this is what Now Magazine says, quote, the pair have seen a gap in the market for an exclusive dating club, and they think it's high time they take matters into their own well-manicured hands. <laughs> Well-tattooed hands is what you should be saying. Okay, so they say reportedly members of their A-list dating club will be offered the services of a 155,000 
pound matchmaker. And this matchmaker will then set up double dates for a selection of hand-picked single ladies and bachelors. Can you imagine all the new celebrity relationships this could generate? And there were rumors that they were, yeah, going to start like a little celebrity matchmaking club, which for, you know, let's just say, let's just say pounds and dollars are about the same. $155,000 to be matchmade? That's insane. Like, I know that love is priceless, but like, I hope that it doesn't cost as much as that. More quotes on this. They said, Cara and Rihanna have been leaning on each other a lot lately. Their exclusive club will be formed of single friends looking for love, and they'll arrange a string of girls-only trips. And apparently, Cara had spoken out about the struggles of being single at this time. She said, quote, I went to Greece, and it was a lot of couples, and I felt alone, which made me sad. I called Rihanna, and she said, it's easy to drown yourself in work. That's a form of escapism. So if you're alone and you want to cry, just cry. So obviously, you know, I guess that dating club never really got off the ground. It would have been very interesting. And I also could have seen that kind of as a reality show, you know, like I feel like it would work really well as a reality show, although no A-listers would probably want to be given the reputation of, oh, I'm a single A-lister, watch me fail in love. Like that's why you have nobody's do it on reality TV shows rather than people who already have a reputation. But I would be very curious if anyone has any information, was this just a rumor from Now Magazine or were Cara and Rihanna thinking of becoming matchmakers? All right, 2013, early on in their friendship is also when we start to get a blind item about them. This is a good one. It says, this A-list singer slash celebrity had full-on sex with this A-list model over the weekend in a private room in a club. They had started messing around in full view of several people, but our A-list singer asked for a room for 30 minutes so they could continue in private. And I just wonder, was that in London? Was that at the box in New York City? Was that somewhere else? Who knows? But I hats off to that blind item. I hope it's true. All right, now we are moving into their friendship in 2014. So early on in the fall, um, Carl Lagerfeld had this like conceptual grocery store where basically it was like a Chanel inspired grocery store, but it wasn't really a grocery store. And there was some kind of like weird, weird concept of shit in there because he was trying to make like commentary on food and everybody knows that the fashion industry is so fucked up about food. Anyway, Rihanna and Cara Delevingne took some photos there. They were pictured there together. And I know that just from having watched Rihanna over the years, I do think she struggles a little bit with eating and food. I just, I've seen different compilations of her talking about it. And I think over the years, the way she talks about food, it's kind of the same way if you remember in Taylor Swift's 23 Vogue questions, they asked her what her favorite food was, and she references Diet Coke at one point, which, by the way, anyone referencing Diet Coke, I have been there, girl. It's not a good sign, but we all have our Diet Coke moments. And then they also asked her what her favorite food was, and I think she answered saying, if calories don't count, chicken fingers. And it's just little things like that, which obviously I've had my own experience with eating disorders. But I just kind of think, you know, I kind of keep a little bit of an eye out about that. And I feel like Rihanna a lot is talking about uh, like lusting after food or wanting food, but not being able to have it and that just that kind of stuff. So I wonder what she was doing at Carl Lagerfeld's grocery store. I just there's so many nasty things about him. One day we'll have to do fashion blind item episodes. And I just feel like now that he's passed away, people are really hailing him. You know when people get the good guy edit after they die and it's just like Carl Lagerfeld was not 
a good guy, and I just don't want him to be, like, memorialized as such. Going a couple of months forward, also in 2014, they spent New Year's Eve together. So they both partied together in uh, New York City. Apparently they went to Rihanna's apartment and it says here that she pays $30,000 a month for her apartment, which is like insane to me. Anyway, um, she served dinner to people there and then they went over to Jay-Z's 4040 nightclub and that is where they celebrated the new year. They have some info. I don't know if anybody cares about this, but I always find it a little bit interesting. What are they eating? What are they wearing? And they say that Rihanna served her guests a tomato and chickpea salad followed by beef. And there are the cutest photos of them getting ready for the night out. There's like photos of Rihanna helping Cara do her hair and put it together in a ponytail. And anytime you have two female celebrities taking photos of themselves getting ready, it scratches nine different itches in my brain. I don't know why it's so cute when you see female celebrities having a close friendship, but when you see them putting makeup on each other or helping them dress each other or like pick out an outfit. It's just like one of the simple pleasures of being a girl. I love photos like that. Like the photo of um, Carly Kloss and Taylor Swift both putting on lipstick as they get ready for the Met Gala together. Oh, I love that. I love that. We're going to have to do some sort of Instagram carousel of all of the photos of celebrities helping each other get ready. I love it. So this was also back when the two girls were posting on Instagram a lot. I feel like both Kara and Rihanna now, their Instagram is just kind of like a brand Instagram. You don't really think that they're the ones posting it. But this was back in 2014. So after they partied together for New Year's Eve, uh, Rihanna posts a photo that says, Epic night or nah? We partied like we ain't party all year. LOL. Hashtag 2014. <laughs> and then Kara put up a photo of her like looking hungover in bed, but also obviously beautiful because she's a model and she he said, last night was epic, morning 2014, hashtag ouch. And I really miss the hashtag era of Instagram. Like, oh, something about it, it just brings me back. I feel like life was easier then. So a few weeks later, also in January, Rihanna takes Cara Delevingne to her first basketball game. It was not, remember when Cara went to a basketball game with Michelle Rodriguez when they were dating and they like sloppily made out all over each other in the front row. There wasn't any kissing, they just looked cute. All right, still in the winter of 2014, this was really cute and this is giving me a little bit of boyfriend energy, I can't lie, but I liked it. Rihanna reportedly commissioned a graffiti artist named Bambi to make a portrait of Cara Delevingne, and she put down a five-figure amount of money for this portrait, and she wanted to give it to Cara and her family as a gesture of their close friendship. So this isn't even like birthday or Christmas. This is just like, here's a present because we're such good friends. Are you kidding me? I want to be her friend. So a source said, quote, Rihanna wanted to show Kara how important their friendship is to her. It will be a gift for both her and her family. Bambi, the artist, came up with the concept, which is inspired by Andy Warhol's famous image of Debbie Harry and Rihanna loves it. She even asked Bambi to do the painting on an old piece of metal so it looks completely unique and quirky. The artwork is yet to be delivered, but it will go straight to Kara's family home where it will probably stay. And if you Google, I'll also be throwing up this photo too. It's going to be a very photo heavy week. There is a Bambi piece of artwork with Carl Delevingne's face on it. And it looks really cool. Uh, I don't know if that's exactly it. I would assume like what else would he have done with Carl Delevingne, but 
we'll just assume that that's the piece and it does look really cool. Is it worth five figures? I don't think anything in the world is. Um, but you know, I guess when you're rich, five figures is like, I don't know, three figures. So in May 2014, they go to the Met Gala together. They also have some other friends that are there with them. Stella McCartney, Reese Witherspoon, Kate Bosworth. They're all posing together. And I will say Cara's not the only one to grab Rihanna's bum, as she would say, because if you see the photos of the girls from the front, beautiful, stunning. And then if you see the photographers who took the photos of them from the back, they're all pinching each other's butt at the Met Gala. So I thought that was pretty funny. All right, the year goes on. And in December 2014, reports start to come out that Rihanna does not like that Cara Delevingne is having a very close friendship with Kendall Jenner. Now, if you're a blind item girly like me, you might be thinking, is this a little bit of a love triangle situation? Because all three of these Hollywood women do have blind items about, you know, hooking up with women and things like that. So Cara Delevingne and Kendall Jenner start getting really close and they do have a cute couple nickname, Cake, the K-A for Cara and the K, uh, sorry, the C-A for Cara and the K-E for Kendall. And they started doing, once again, everything together. Like they were always posed together. They even got merch with Cake on it and they were just becoming really fast friends. Rihanna was hilarious on Twitter back in the day, and one of her most notorious tweets was tweeting at Kendall Jenner and telling her not to come to her concert because Kendall was like, I really, really want Rihanna to play this one song, and if she doesn't, I'll be upset. And Rihanna said, um, God damn it, Rihanna. Rihanna said, then don't come. So I love that. I wish that she was back on Twitter every day. Now, here's what the rumors say. Apparently, the friendship was not sitting well with Rihanna. Here's the quote. Rihanna's feelings were extremely hurt and finds it even more embarrassing because to her, Kendall is just a talentless brat. Rihanna has always kept a lid on her possessive streak with Kara because they've had this magnetic attraction towards each other that's never been threatened by anyone else. Which, by the way, like, it's just, it's, it's giving me in high school. It's just, like, insane. Okay, the article continues. In the past, when Kara and Rihanna became close to others, they found it easy to pick up where they left off and hang out again because they were that close. However, Kendall is said to be a threat to this closeness. Rihanna is allegedly riled up against Kendall as well because she is being linked to her past boyfriend, Chris Brown, especially when Chris and his girlfriend recently split. So some rumors of jealousy there. Let me know what you think. I do have to say, I think that Rihanna has some good taste because I also think that Kendall Jenner is a talentless brat. And now we're gonna get into some of the blind items on these folks in 2014. There are so many people who are curious about trying CBD, but they have questions about it. And I hear this because I always talk about how much I love to take CBD. People have questions like, is it a scam? How do you know if it's even really working? What does it make you feel like? So I take CBD using Next Evo Naturals, some of my preferred scenarios to take it, before I go to bed, so I'm not laying awake with anxious thoughts, uh, if I've had too much coffee and I wanna calm down, or if I'm having like a B plus day and I kinda wanna be having an A minus one. So I love using Next Evo Naturals. They have something called SmartSorb technology, and this improves CBD's ability to be absorbed, which means that it will get into your system in as little as 10 minutes. 
which is great because no one's ever felt anxious or stressed and wanted to wait two hours to feel better. So if you wanna try Next Evo Natural CBD, you can get 25% off of subscription orders of $40 or more. You can use promo code fluently at nextevo.com. That's N-E-X-T-E-V-O.com, promo code fluently for 25% off a subscription order of $40 or more. Here's one blind item, and I would think maybe this is something that happened at New Year's Eve. Who knows? For the first time in months, this A-plus list singer drank, and she also got hammered. Apparently, she also got very angry in the morning when she found out that the guy she took home and slept with to make an A-list model jealous didn't use a condom. Our singer was too wasted to notice. The screaming could be heard all the way down the hall and on the floor below her room, too. Here's a blind item from that year about Kara. It says this foreign born A-list model is turning to acting because her coke use is so out of control that she is having a tough time not looking bloated. She looks fine for video, but not on runways. And maybe I don't know a lot about drugs, but I would just assume that using coke makes you skinny because it curbs your appetite. Isn't it an upper? I don't know, maybe it also bloats you. If anyone who does coke knows, let me know, slide on in. Now this is a Cara only blind item, but I think it's just interesting. We're gonna read it. It's allegedly about Bradley Cooper and Suki Waterhouse. It says, what A-list mostly movie actor and closet case who might be up for a big non-movie award next year had his beard, Suki Waterhouse, wait for him at the stage door so they could be photographed getting into a car, or so it seemed. They went in two different cars, by the way. He was with a mystery man and she was with her rumored girlfriend, that A-list model and party animal. So in 2014, we have some rumors about Suki Waterhouse allegedly hooking up or being the girlfriend of Cara Delevingne. Another blind item from that year, which celebrity has caused a rift between Rihanna and Rita Ora? Both ladies are vying for the star's attention and that celebrity might not even be a boy, Cara Delevingne. Oh, don't you just wanna be around Cara Delevingne so you can smell her pheromones? Because I swear to God, there isn't a person in Hollywood that she couldn't land at this point. It's like absolutely unbelievable. And then we just have a... <laughs> This is a funny one. It's not really related to their friendship, but I think it's one of my favorite blind items. It was in 2014. It's about Cara Delevingne visiting Selena Gomez's family in Texas. And it says, this foreign born A-list model who was about to start acting was so hammered at a church Christmas Eve that she puked all over the front lawn and used a nativity scene to hide. <laughs> All right, another blind item from this year. This B-list, mostly movie actress is back on the booze and cheating on her longtime amazing girlfriend while the girlfriend is out of the country in Asia for a month. And they say that's about Michelle Rodriguez and Cara Delevingne. Let's not forget the cheatee who seems to be going out of her way to create a love triangle between two women while trying to stay in the closet. And they say that's about Rihanna. It's getting really tough to do, and all of those fans who want her together with a certain celebrity and didn't know she was gay are in for a shocker. And I feel like in 2014, people weren't really talking too much about Cara Delevingne's sexuality. I feel like that was a little bit later on. All right, now this is not a blind item, but this was a rumor. This was a rumor going around at the end of 2014. It says, model Cara Delevingne declares Rihanna the greatest hookup on our long list of celebrity conquests. Fashion's newest it girl may be a wild child, but she's very meticulous when it comes to documenting her famous flings, which by the way, I already don't believe it. Like 
It depends because I know that girls do tend to keep a list of who they've like kissed or slept with or things like that. But I feel like you do that in college, not post-college. But here's what the rumor says. Kara says she slept with more than 100 guys and girls and has rated them all in a diary that she carries with her (laughs) 24-7. So stupid. Kara still wants to hook up with Taylor Swift and Katy Perry, the friend dishes. Some excerpts include Michelle Rodriguez, a dirty girl, literally. Quote, Michelle's place was filthy with gross mattresses on the floor. (laughs) Rihanna. Kara declared that the Diamonds singer was her best hookup ever. And Lindsay Lohan. Lindsay Lohan flirted her hardest, but Kara wouldn't touch Lindsay with a 10-foot pole. So let me know what you think. I think those are just rumors. I do think, you know, did something happen with Kara and Taylor Swift or Katy Perry? Sure, I could see it. Does Michelle Rodriguez have dirty, gross mattresses on her floor? No. Like, even mattress stores don't have that. That one's just insane to me. Is Rihanna the best in bed? Yeah, like, probably, 100%. Have you heard her music? Have you seen her? And did Lindsay Lohan flirt hard with Cara Delevingne? Yeah, I would probably bet my life on it. Like, yeah, I would bet. Okay, we are now moving into 2015. Cara flies down to Brazil to attend a music performance that Rihanna has. And afterwards, they go back to the hotel and they spend some time at the hotel relaxing at the pool. There's some paparazzi shots. They look beautiful in their bikinis. And there they are. At this point, they've been to Barbados. They've been to New York. They've been to London. They've been to Monaco. They've been on a yacht all around the world. They've been in Brazil. It's just like anywhere they want to go, they just travel there together and party. It literally sounds fantastic. Now, at this point, Cara Delevingne is kind of starting to get into the acting world, and I feel like this was before we really saw her act, so people were kind of giving her a chance. I think after she started acting, people were like, girl, just like, just be happy being rich somewhere else and like, don't take a gig away from people who deserve it. That's what I think, at least. I mean, oh, she was so not good in Suicide Squad, so not good in it. But this was when she was promoing her acting in the movie Paper Towns, and she had a profile in the Wall Street Journal, and she talked a little bit about advice that she was given by Rihanna. So she said when a film that she was supposed to be in, she was working in casting for a Beach Boys movie, which I didn't know that that was going to be made. And it ended up getting scrapped. And she said, quote, I was heartbroken. With modeling, if someone else gets a job, I'm like, yeah, of course, there are so many better models. But with acting, you grow such an attachment to each role. So she called up her bestie, Rihanna, for some sage advice. Quote, everything happens for a reason. You are going to call me back up in a week or two, and you are going to say to me, you are right. And apparently that's the advice she was given. So that's cute. They're giving each other advice on the phone. We move on a couple months later. In 2015, there are page six rumors of a cat fight between Kara and Naomi Campbell during Paris Fashion Week. And this was on a Tuesday of Paris Fashion Week. We have a quote here. Quote, Naomi accused Kara of disrespecting Rihanna and started yelling before Naomi pushed Kara, who pushed back. Another witness alleged Kara pulled Naomi's weave, but it didn't come off. And they say that this happened during a Garage Magazine event, and it's just, like, (laughs) crazy. So we had a third source who said, it was a noisy and packed party. Naomi was saying all these nonsensical things. She was ranting. 
which by the way, you know me, I don't like when people say that other people are ranting. Okay. There was a messy pushing match. Kara didn't understand because there's no problem between her and Rihanna. Kara didn't want to be involved and she was telling Naomi, get away from me. I also find this interesting blind item wise. There was another snippet here that most people would probably skip over. Page Six also claimed Campbell was chatting with Dakota Fanning, who was at a table with Cara Delevingne and Lily Donaldson. Why do I think this is interesting? If you listened to the episode I did with Kelly Williams from Beyond the Blinds, we talked about queer female celebrities and blind items. Dakota Fanning and Lily Donaldson both have rumors of their own. So just the fact that they're at the table with Cara and something's going on with Rihanna, like my tinfoil hat is just you know, going a little bit crazy. And then we have a source on Naomi Campbell's behalf that said, Naomi didn't do anything wrong. We are talking about a very tiny club in Paris with a very busy table. If someone pushes someone, it's because there is no space. So it's funny because you would think that that source is like, they're not saying something didn't happen, but they're saying that if someone was pushed, it was because there was no space. I don't know. Let me know what you think. Both girls did respond to it. So on Twitter, um, Naomi Campbell, who was 44 at the time, she tweeted, don't know where this story has come from about at Cara Delevingne and I fighting. It is completely untrue. Ignore the rumors. And then Cara, 22, imagine being 22 years younger than someone. Anyway, she retweeted that. And then she tweeted adding at Naomi Campbell, people love to make a drama out of nothing. Rihanna didn't you know, talk about it on Twitter, but I feel like there wasn't really a need for her to do it. And then a few days later, Cara had like a gig at Chanel for Paris Fashion Week and she walked the runway like everything was normal. So who knows um, if anything happened, but oh God, I would have loved to be a fly on that wall. All right, no blind items uh, about the two of them in 2015. So we're going to move on to 2016. We start off with a quote here. This is in the fall of 2016. And this is a quote that was, you know, exclusively given, which I always wonder, like, whose camp is it coming from? But it says, Rihanna and Cara Delevingne are still very close, and they are both going through a hard time right now. This is when Rihanna and Drake, there were, like, rumors of them splitting up. The source continues, um, Cara is very heartbroken over her split with St. Vincent, so she can totally relate to Rihanna's pain right now. They're comforting each other a lot right now. There also wasn't too much going on in 2016. They're both a part of the Do You campaign in Puma, but that's about it. And we have some blind items in 2016, but it's the girls aren't really together right now, and they're not as close as they were in 2013, 2014. So there's two lines about Rihanna this year. The first one says, This A-plus list singer is whacked out on drugs on a fairly consistent basis right now, and her tour is doing awful. Promoters are literally reducing ticket prices by 75% just to get people in. Our singer has had to reduce her fee. This is going to be an epic shit show. And I think this would have been when she was um, touring for the Anti album, which, by the way, I went to that tour, and it was Unbelievable. So who knows? I think a lot of people have questions about why is Rihanna not doing music or is she going to continue to do music? I do think as a celebrity, you kind of follow the money. So if these blind items are true, maybe that would be the reason why. But it also seems like there's such demand for her. So I find it crazy that people wouldn't want to be going to her concerts. Now, this was an interesting blind item about The weekend in Rihanna. It says, this foreign-born current A-list singer with the unusually 
unusually spelled name had several hundred texts and voicemail messages come from this very whacked out a plus list singer to his phone it was so bad that he pulled out of a lucrative set of gigs with her because he wanted no part of the train wreck so who knows that's kind of alleging that there was supposed to be some sort of partnership between the weekend and rihanna and it ended up not happening i would like to see them collab on something like if they toured together i think that would be really cool So I want to tell you guys about this incredible new service I found called FrameBridge. FrameBridge is how you can, in the most easy and affordable way, frame your favorite things without ever leaving the house. Basically, you go to framebridge.com and I'll be giving you a promo code and you either upload a photo that you want to be framed or you can mail it in. They frame it at FrameBridge and then ship it right back to you. It's the easiest way to do it. I use FrameBridge to frame this kind of uniquely shaped print that I got at the Met. I went there on a date with my boyfriend and I loved this print and the sizing for it did not exist anywhere online and I looked everywhere. But FrameBridge can frame anything small, anything big, or anything kind of like awkwardly sized that you might've been putting off getting framed because of its proportions. So if you wanna get started today, you can go to framebridge.com and use promo code fluently to save an additional 15% off your first order. Also, all shipping is gonna be free. So go to framebridge.com and use promo code fluently to save an additional 15% off your first order. All right, we are moving into 2007. Kara is in Rihanna's Fenty show, and there's just really one blind item, and it's talking about Rihanna's acting in Ocean's 8. And it says, this foreign-born A-list singer has had some acting roles as of late. One of them did not go so well, and new scenes were written to not include her. This should have wrapped a long time ago. There's nothing for 2018, but in 2019, Kara is in another Fenty show, and this is where they take one of the best photos of all time. They look so good. Kara's in this like green lingerie with kind of like a wand magical staff to go with her outfit. And Rihanna is in black leather and they just look so good. So good. And it kind of seems, this is where we're kind of wrapping up their friendship, right? There's one blind item in 2019. It's just about Rihanna. And it says, I thought everyone knew that the foreign born permanent A-list singer loved her Coke. Apparently this is news. I'm not sure why she really isn't shy about using. But that's kind of where it's at. We don't really have anything new or breaking since 2019. And obviously, I feel like Cara has been seen with, you know, Megan the Stallion, Selena Gomez. You're not really seeing her with Rihanna lately. 2013, 2014 was really when they were friends. It kind of seemed like 2015 and 16 is when they got more distant. Maybe that's because Cara was dating um, St. Vincent and she was hanging out with Kendall Jenner a lot. And that seemed to kind of put a rift in their relationship. And I do feel like, okay, did they hook up? Did they not? I think that they did. Maybe they didn't. But I will say anytime you have a close, close female friendship like that, where like you're spending holidays together in Barbados, then you're like flying to do another holiday together in New York City, you're staying at each other's place. It's kind of giving a relationship. And if you get into a relationship, right, like if Rihanna has seen Drake or if Cara Delevingne seen St. Vincent, you just don't have the bandwidth to keep that type of friendship going. Like you can't because you're kind of giving it relationships relationship energy, like 90% of your time. So it seems like they kind of cooled off 2016 time, but with 
you know, the Fenty relationship in 2017 and 2019, I would imagine that right now they're just kind of like cordial with each other. They're like, you know what? We're both like career women. We like each other, but I can't really see them like partying together or having sleepovers anymore, but I want it. That's what I really want. And of course, I would be very remiss if I did not talk about the movie they did together. You probably thought I forgot about it because everyone forgot about this movie, but... Five years after they met, they ended up collaborating and working together on a movie called Valerian and the City of a Thousand Planets. And it's the type of movie that you should watch on a plane ride. And that's it. Which, by the way, I went to go see Don't Worry Darling the other day. We were having a discussion about it over on the Patreon. And my movie ticket was $20. $20. I remember when the movies were $11. Isn't that crazy? Isn't that just wild? Anyway, Kara was the lead. She was like one of the two leads and she does just like a piss poor shit job in it. Like, oh God, it's just not good. Why would I want to marry an ungrateful, conceited- Because you can't live without it. And I think, I thought that Rihanna did a good job. She plays this character of Bubble, this like cabaret performer slash shapeshifter. And there's this cool like strip tease burlesque performance where she is shapeshifting into all of these beautiful tropes of like a French maid and like a cowgirl with her whip. And um, what else was she? Like a girl on a bicycle, just like all of these cool things. And then she also voice acts for a lot of the movie because her character is like literally this bubbly bubble that just kind of walks around and then shapeshifts. So they did this together. A lot of people were talking about their friendship. This was in the year of 2017. So they hadn't really been friends for a while. They came back together for this movie. And this is when a funny uh, snapshot happened. They were posing uh, at a red carpet together. And you probably saw this. <laughs> Rihanna is wearing this beautiful like plunging neckline kind of red ball gown and there's a snapshot of Kara looking down at her boobs and it just became a meme and it was going around in 2017 and I think people were talking about Cara Delevingne's sexuality at this time, things like that. What I thought was kind of interesting and like a little bit cringe was that the director of the movie, he was really like, oh my God, he was giving all these quotes about how like Cara and Rihanna are like such talented actresses and like they were fine for an airplane movie, but you know what I mean? Like they're no Florence Pugh. And Cara Delevingne gave a quote about what it was like seeing Rihanna act. And she said, I've seen her work in the studio and concert and meetings, but to see her act was incredible. There was a moment where Luke was trying to make her cry, to be emotional. He was like, imagine that you get told that your song hasn't gone to number one and your performance is really bad. And I knew that she wasn't going to give a shit. That's not the way to get into her emotion. And she literally said, you're kidding me? I couldn't care less. That was funny. Luke said we were similar in that. Once the trust was there, we became clay he could mold. And it's just, I don't know, like, the movie wasn't good. Let me know if anyone else has seen it. The movie's kind of like a fever dream. So lastly, I just kind of want to cover some recent blind items, some 2022 blind items about both Kara and then also Rihanna, because let's see what's going on and how different their lives are now that they're not really besties and they're on these separate paths. So obviously... There have been a lot of talk about Cara and Selena Gomez. They were both together in Only Murders in the Building. They both got matching tattoos. And Selena Gomez got like a huge, huge tattoo on her back that she got with Cara Delevingne. 
And we have a blind item about the two of them. It says, the people of this former A-list singer turned actress producer, so Selena Gomez, want her far away from the foreign-born model, bad actress, co-star. The last thing they need is the singer slash actress using again. It was a long road back up to the top from that. And if you don't know about the blind items, about Selena Gomez and alleged drug use, check out my episode. It's called... Um, Justin and Selena and Haley's there too. Sorry, Haley Bieber, but it was a great episode. We covered all of that stuff. Okay, let's cover some more of Cara's blind items. And once again, we're going to be doing all ones from 2022, and then we will end with Rihanna's. So there were a few more about Cara and Selena. And this, I mean, the blind items really paint kind of an interesting picture of what's going on here. So here is one blind item. The former A-list singer turned A-list actress who has apparently given up singing had to block the phone number of the foreign-born model-slash-bad actress because there were sometimes as many as 50 to 60 texts and calls per hour from her. So, I mean, who knows when that was happening? This blind item came out at around the time when Cara Delevingne was just in the news for, you know, sticking her feet out of that car window and pacing around before uh, boarding a private jet and things like that. We have another car blind item that says this foreign-born A-list model slash really bad actress overdosed two weeks ago but still can't stop using. It's just really scary stuff and I know that sometimes we you know we shit on celebrities oh they've got so much privilege like they're so out of touch with people but you know of course there are so many things that affect the human experience right like any celebrity going through a breakup that's still gonna hurt any celebrity reading like a mean comment about themselves of course like that's gonna hurt people are only human and any experience with drugs or addiction like I don't think just because they're a celebrity doesn't mean that I think you can give them grief for that I think everyone just has to recognize like it's just sad no matter what happened. So this next blind item kind of references that and Selena Gomez and Margot Robbie. It says, this married foreign-born A-list mostly movie actress Margot Robbie tried to get this A-list actress, or A-list, Selena Gomez, to go with her to visit the out-of-control foreign-born model-slash-bad actress Cara Delevingne. But the A-list actress, Selena, said she was done trying to help. To add a twist to this, the foreign-born actress, after the visit, went and spent some time alone with this A-plus list, mostly movie actor, Brad Pitt. And you might remember, what the hell has Margot Robbie been in where we would have done a blind item on her? Maybe it was a TikTok video I did ages ago, but there were blind items about Brad Pitt ferociously hitting on Margot Robbie during the filming of Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, so much so that apparently Margot Robbie's husband kept coming to set because he was like, I do not trust what is going on here. Another blind item about this, this foreign-born A-list model who is a really bad actress has got the A-list singer slash bad actress Selena Gomez using coke again. That is never good. This is a blind item that kind of references Rita Ora. You know, it's not an episode about blind items until she pops up in a couple of them. The foreign-born A-list model bad actress has always competed with the foreign-born B-plus list singer-actress Rita Ora, so it is no surprise that she also wants her own thruple, because there's many thruple rumors slash, like, confirmations about Rita Ora. Okay, this one is... Kind of typical, like, old-school Cara Delevingne behavior. It says, Which A-list model dragged an interviewer to the toilet mid-chat, not for any sneaky, snorty reasons, but to take a big, long... 
but to take a big long piss in front of them because she insisted she can, quote, only focus when she's empty. That type of behavior is like what I expect from Cara Delevingne. I feel like she's always kind of given that type of energy and it's the type of energy, this is how you know, I mean, she, she comes from an aristocratic family background. Oh, the only people who will do that is someone who truly like has family money and knows that they're going to be safe. Like when we did the Harry Potter episode, all of those Harry Potter kids were just kind of like young stars who then happened to get famous. Emma Watson would never be like, I'm going to take a piss in front of this interviewer. I just feel like there's such a difference between celebrities who are those like nepotism babies or come from a very rich, rich, long lineage of old money versus the people like Margot Robbie, you know, coming up in Australia through her talent. All right. This was one, uh, I think people will remember when Cara Delevingne was, you know, being a little off book at that award show with Megan Thee Stallion and kind of all over her. And it was spurring a lot of think pieces and people being like, is this okay behavior? And then Azealia Banks um, came to Cara's aid and was talking about how she's been with Cara through for years of friendship. And she's always been there for her. And she's not like these fake Hollywood bitches and Cara's real one and stuff like that. Well, this is a blind item about it. It says, in her description of the foreign-born model-slash-bad actress, the flowering financial institution, gotta love that nickname for Azealia Banks, forgot to mention the rich guys that the pair would roll together and made lots of money and got a lot of inside information. What I wouldn't give for Azealia Banks to do a documentary. I feel like every time she you know, does an Instagram story, if you kind of like rounded them all up and made a compilation of them, it would be a documentary <laughs> or a testimony. Um, but my God, and her and Rita Ora together in the blind items, I'm surprised there's not more of like the two of them getting together to do something. Okay. And then the last blind item for Cara in 2022 is this one. The foreign born model, bad actress says she partied this week with the A minus list actress, Kristen Stewart, who used to be in that awful book series turned franchise, Twilight. Shout out to my Twilight episode if you haven't listened to it yet. And they ended up in bed together, which is a shame because Kristen Stewart is engaged. And uh, when we did the Twilight episode, there were so many blind items about her cheating on her fiance and just cheating throughout different relationships. And, you know, nobody likes cheating. Okay, so there we go. I would say 2022 is not Cara Delevingne's year, but let me tell you, after looking through all of these old photos of their friendship, 2013 and 2014 was 100% her years. So let's hope that things turn around for Cara. And now we're going to do Rihanna's blinds from 2022. We over on Substack covered a little bit of Rihanna and ASAP Rocky blinds after news came out that she was pregnant. So some of these weren't really a surprise to me, but they are kind of sad. So we're going to start with some of the ASAP Rocky ones. This foreign-born, one-named permanent A-list singer, Rihanna, is staying on tour with the very fast rapper, gotta love the nickname for ASAP Rocky, because he will cheat if she leaves. And then we have another blind that says, the very fast rapper is spending most of his days smoking crack. I'm not even sure when it was the last time that he spent with his kid. This one could be about ASAP Rocky, Rihanna, and Megan Thee Stallion, or it could be about Offset and Cardi B and Megan Thee Stallion. It says, the very fast rapper cheated on his higher, much higher than the list significant other with a three-named rapper. 
So very fast rapper makes me think ASAP Rocky, although I feel like offset, like, yeah, I don't know, like you take off in a race. <laughs> and three named rapper, I'm just thinking Megan the Stallion, but let me know if you think it would be anyone else. All right, another blind item here. The very fast rapper picked up a woman in a country in South America a couple of weeks ago and then brought her with him for the rest of the tour there and then flew her to the U.S. This does not seem like monogamous behavior. And what does the permanent A-list singer think about this? Does she know? If I do, she must. And that kind of brings up something I've always been curious about when I read these blind items and these rumors of cheating and things like that. Like, for example, um, Adam Levine and Beati Prinsloo. Did Beati know for like months and years that this was happening? It kind of sounds in the blind items like she did, but you have to wonder like, you know, out of all these cheating scandals, how many really shocked the wife or girlfriend? Because like, let's be honest, it's typically cheating on the wife or girlfriend or how many kind of had an inkling that it was happening? How many it was don't ask, don't tell? How many it was fully an open marriage? Like all of these relationships in Hollywood are just so different from the norm and I'm so fascinated by it. Okay, here's one relating to the Super Bowl and it's talking about my girl, Taylor Swift, which by the way, Midnight's is probably out now. I should have mentioned that at the beginning, but everybody's like, Shannon, everybody in the reviews is like, could you shut up about Taylor Swift? So sorry guys, maybe next week I won't mention her. Okay, did this A-plus list singer turn down the Super Bowl because she would have to share the stage with the foreign born A-plus list singer? The foreign born A-plus lister was asked first, so yeah, I mean, I just think having Taylor Swift and Rihanna both at the Super Bowl, like that's kind of too much star power. I don't know about you. I think I think Shakira could have done it on her own. I don't think J-Lo could have done it on her own. But it was a little bit awkward having the two of them, you know, kind of split the performance right down the middle. I get, you know, who knows? We'll see. Okay. Another Super Bowl blind item. The permanent A-list rapper Jay-Z will also be performing at the big game. The question is whether his wife will appear on stage with one of her husband's mistresses. So that would be Beyonce and Rihanna. In the past, I would have said impossible, but after the party this spring, when she was present with several of the past mistresses, it could happen. The trio performing together would be the biggest halftime ever. And it would. I mean, that would be incredible if it happened. All right. Another Super Bowl blind item here. The good news for this foreign-born permanent A-list singer is that uh, her return to performing would be perfect for her because she wouldn't have to actually sing one word. The organizers would prefer she didn't because it makes things much easier on them. Look for the daytime talk show host to join her. And I don't know who that daytime talk show host is, but I think they're just alleging to lip syncing, which... I mean, I feel like I'm not much of a lip sync master. I feel like most of these Super Bowl performances are lip sunk, sank, <laughs> they're lip synced. <laughs> uh, I mean, you're just dancing so much and you're performing like it would be impossible, or at least I think it would be impossible for someone's voice to be that powerful throughout like this massive performance. And they're like running all the way across the stage. These performances are like really, really physical. But yeah, a lot of people were curious about this news for the Super Bowl because there are so many blind items in the past saying that Rihanna has kind of lost her voice, maybe due to smoking too much weed, they allege, and just also has like no interest in starting up a music career again. So maybe this will be lip sunk, lip sank, lip synced. What I want to know is how much you get paid to do the Super Bowl. That's what I want to know. Okay, we have some more blind items from 2022. 
Chris Brown is in a lot of these. And by a lot, I mean two, but I, you know, I would have been surprised if there was just one. Here's the first one. It isn't even his baby, but the serial woman beater slash former A-list singer sent a piece of jewelry to the foreign-born one-named singer, which was easily six figures as a congratulations on the baby gift. And we also have a blind item that says, this foreign-born permanent A-list singer is hooking up with the ex that used to regularly beat her. Good God. So I hope that that's not true, but I hope that she is cheating on ASAP Rocky if he's cheating on her, because that's just not fair that Rihanna would like sit at home while that happens. And then this last one is a little bit low-key, but also interesting. It says, speaking of losing your hair, this A-list singer was losing her hair and started using Rogaine, but then didn't want to stop if she got pregnant, so got a hair transplant. You can barely even notice. And I, I consider myself like pretty well-versed in the world of plastic surgery, which by the way, I've really been on a kick looking at sculpture lately. I think that's how you pronounce it. It's like filler or like injectables, but instead of just injecting filler, they inject this kind of filler that's supposed to stimulate collagen in your face, but you can't dissolve it and it is painful and it is a lot more expensive. So if anyone's had any um, experience with that, let me know because I'm always, I'm always, I think plastic surgery is fun. I do. Not like fun, like you should get everything done, but I just think, you know, it's like braces or a good haircut. It's like the Sims IRL. So this is why I'm going to say I don't believe half of this blind item. Rogaine takes a lot of time for it to start working and you have to apply it every day. And I just feel like if you, Rihanna is a billionaire. Rihanna. Rihanna is a billionaire. And, you know, Rogaine is something that, like, us normal folk use. Like, I'm pretty sure if a celebrity has dandruff, they don't use head and shoulders. They go to one of those, like, scalp facial treatments. Hashtag, that's also another thing I want to get done. <laughs> but I'm pretty sure they do that. So I can't imagine a celebrity saying, okay, I'm going to buy Rogaine and then put it on my hair every day. And, like, you have to keep using it every day, like for the rest of your life, I believe. So I would just think, yeah, of course you would get a hair transplant. I'm sure so many celebrities have gotten that. And if you haven't looked at pictures of Elon Musk and his before and after hair transplant, and I think he's also gotten some work done, please check that out. And if you really want to have a fun time, type in Vladimir Putin before and after, because my guy has definitely got under eye fillers. He's definitely got a little bit of a mini facelift and he's definitely got some Botox. And I'm not going to lie. He looks pretty good. Like when you look at Vladimir Putin before and after photos, you're like, oh my God, he looked like a troll like 20 years ago. And he looks a lot better. So I would say shout out to his plastic surgeon, but there are rumors that Putin kills his plastic surgeons after they fix him up. So then that way, like news can never get out. But it's like, what do you want? We can see pictures. Okay, that was a little bit off topic, but those are the blind items of 2022 for both Kara and Rihanna. And that's a little bit about their friendship. So we're gonna be doing a little bit of a nostalgic trip through time over on Instagram posting photos of them together. I hope that their friendship, I do think we could see a 2.0 return of it. There are some iconic friendships, right? Taylor Swift, Carly Kloss, we're never going to see the two of them together. Selena Gomez, Demi Lovato, I don't think they're ever going to be friends again. But Cara and Rihanna, I could just kind of see it happening. And we're also going to be shouting out some more famous female celebrity friendships that we love and ones that we hate. 
What did we think of Jennifer Lawrence and Amy Schumer? What did we think of Jennifer Lawrence and Emma Stone? And why did that not last that long? I feel like something happened with them. Okay, so thank you for hanging out with me. And if you want to listen to last Friday's episode or hang out with the rest of the floozies, patreon.com slash fluentlyforward. You can check everything out there. And I will see you next week for another episode of Fluently Forward. Bye, guys. Bye.